What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into the Sunday Morning Emergency DFS Moneymaker Podcast. This is Sack and Smash Fantasy Football. I'm Jesse Wilkins on Twitter at Jesse C. Wilkins. It is Sunday morning, Thursday night in the books. Had a game between the Jets and the Colts, which if you had Michael Pittman or Naeem Hines going, you had a good night. If you played the Indianapolis defense like I did, you had a surprisingly bad night which was slightly salvaged at the end by a turnover and garbage time. But with all things said, uh, we will move into today's games. Some good ones for you. Um, This episode is brought to you by Hometown Ghost Stories. So a little bit of a change of pace, but if you like paranormal stuff, paranormal talk, paranormal investigations, there is a brand new channel on YouTube. We'll put a link in the bio or in the uh, show notes for today's show. But swing over there, give them a sub, brand new YouTube channel. Uh, streams live on Twitch, YouTube, available on SoundCloud, will be available on iTunes next week. That's Hometown Ghost Stories. Big episodes this week as they travel to North Adams, Massachusetts to check out the Houghton Mansion, very haunted house. And then on Sunday, there will be a live broadcast from the actual Conjuring House, which is the house where the movie The Conjuring was based off of, not the not the house that it was filmed in because the producers were too scared to go to the actual location. The director refused to step foot in there. So they will be doing a live stream of an investigation inside of that haunted house all night on Sunday night. That is the 14th coming up. But a new episode will be released on Tuesday. So go check them out. That's Hometown Ghost Stories. But without further ado, let's jump into some of the matchups today. So favorite plays for today. Uh, We'll start at quarterback, and my favorite play is Lamar Jackson. Love him today. Um, I think this is, for the price that you're getting him at, it is a good value for you. Uh, people are getting cute, and they're you know working their way down to uh, Taysom Hill. We don't even fully know if Taysom Hill is the starter. I'm assuming he is. So uh, you could do that. I, I, I'm basically going between Lamar Jackson right now and Dak Prescott. But some of the other quarterback plays that you could do, if you want to spend up for Josh Allen, it worked out last week. It's a great matchup against Jacksonville. Um Josh Allen, if you had him last week going, this was my play, and you were nervous the whole game because his numbers just, it just wasn't paying off. And then he got there in the end, and you were happy that you paid up for him. Uh, You could also pay up for Patrick Mahomes going against Green Bay. Green Bay, who's playing with the backup quarterback. Um, Casey has a chance to go up big in this game, but with Kansas City's defense being as bad as it is, Green Bay, I mean, you don't really know what you're going to get at quarterback, but they do have a chance to stick around. Um, Kyler Murray is questionable today going against San Francisco. I'm going to fade Kyler today. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is out with COVID, so he's not going to be able to be played. I mentioned Dak Prescott going against Denver. Like Dak here at 7,900 on FanDuel, that's pretty cheap. You could always go Jalen Hurts, and our advice for this is always just play him, but don't watch the game. He'll get there eventually in fantasy. Always gets there in fantasy somehow, one way or another. Not a good quarterback, but a good fantasy quarterback. Um, Joe Burrow at 7,600. You you could play him against Cleveland. A little bit of a tougher defense. I don't love that matchup. I'm going to fade Burrow this week. Herbert's also in play at 7,600. And then um, you can work your way down. So some of the uh, cheaper options that you could do at quarterback. 
Uh, Tua, 7,300 going against Houston. Houston is not good, but neither is Tua. So you could take your gamble there. Um, more of a tournament play for me. It paid off in cash for me um, a while back, but I, I don't know. I, I also don't really know what the quarterback situation is in New Orleans. <clears throat> we mentioned Taysom Hill. I think Simeon might get the start. Let me take a look. Saints head coach confirmed that Simeon will start at quarterback. Okay, so you definitely don't want to play Taysom Hill. Uh, if you're going to play New Orleans quarterback, then Simeon is the play. And going against Atlanta's defense, you like that matchup. This is a tournament play. I would not do this in cash. 7K for a quarterback. That is super cheap. You like that. You could also work your way down to Tyrod Taylor going against Miami. Uh, 6,900 for him. Let me just double check to make sure he's the quarterback before we go on to do that. Uh, he is activated off reserves on Sunday. It looks like he, so it'll either be him or Mills, right? So Mills uh, is in the line. No, so, so Tyrod Taylor is going to start that game. Going against Miami, I don't like either of these guys, but if you're go, trying to get cute in, in uh, tournament plays, you could do that. I mean, you could just as well work your way down to Baker Mayfield at 6,600. Obviously, he's got no OBJ over there today, but... Um, you know, 6,600 for a quarterback that you know has the potential to have a good game, uh, better than most of these guys. I'm, I'm fading all, all of those options altogether. Um, so th those are your cheaper quarterback options. You could run with those guys. Let's jump into running backs. It looks like Christian McCaffrey is active. Uh, he's expected to play in Week 9 against the Patriots. I wonder if he's going to be on a pitch count. And for $10,000 on FanDuel, that is a really expensive gamble. So I'm sure he'll be played, but I feel safer dropping down to an Elvin Kamara, Austin Eckler. Um, it feels like Dalvin Cook's at a bit of a discount at 8,800 this week. I would prefer to go Kamara or Eckler. Love these two guys this week. Kamara going against Atlanta um, with question mark at quarterback. You know, it looks like it's going to be Simeon. So you assume they're going to go to their reliable guy. I think it's going to be a huge week for Kamara. And he's priced appropriately, 9400 on FanDuel. You think with the way that offense is going to go, I don't think they're going to go crazy throwing the ball. I mean, it is Atlanta, so you could. But I think it's going to be more of a focused offense on Kamara. It's going to be a huge day for him. He's probably going to be higher on, but should be a smash week for him. And then Austin Eckler just gets there, man. He's just so good. Uh, going against Philly, who has a decent, uh, decent run defense. Um. Uh, but you know, it, he's more of a pass-catching guy. I mean, Eckler is just a smash play no matter what. 9000 for him. So, he's uh, again, these are these are your more expensive options, but you could play any of them. Cook, I, I would play. Baltimore, tougher matchup for sure, but uh, 8800 for him. That could be a game where uh, they could be playing from behind, so it might not be the best play, but I, I'm going to have some exposure to him for sure. That Aaron Jones going against Kansas City, same situation as where we were talking about with Kamara, where um, – you're going in with a fresh face at quarterback. They're probably going to rely a little bit more heavily on their running back. So I think um, any one of these guys, but my favorite three out of these top guys, probably Kamara, Eckler, Eckler, and Aaron Jones. And then uh, Zeke is at 8,200 going against Denver. Also going to get some exposure to him going. Um, I feel like it's a little bit cheaper than he should be, but he also hasn't been fantastic this year. But he should be good enough today going against Denver for sure. Uh and then as you work your way down, I'm going to fade uh, James Robinson. Actually, I don't even know if he's playing. He was questionable. They don't sound optimistic about James Robinson's ankle in Week 9. So fade ja, uh, James Robinson. Nick Chubb is, is probably a good option there. Uh, Joe Mixon should be fine going against Cleveland. Uh, Josh Jacobs has been one where I keep plugging him in and out of my lineups, but it's a, it's a possibility. And then Elijah Mitchell going against Arizona. We saw that... Um, 
I think it's Jeff Wilson got activated today, but I don't think that's going to take much away from Mitchell's um, production out there. I think Mitchell's still going to be the number one guy, but that's just another running back in San Francisco that you can add into the mix that might take away some time from these guys. And then Patterson's a little bit cheaper this week going against New Orleans, obviously a tougher matchup, um, but Patterson has been getting there in fantasy football, so you could play him at 7K. That's that's a more reasonable price for Patterson. I think it was last week or the week before that he was priced way into the 8,000s, and it was like, okay, we're still talking. I understand he's had a good year. But we're still talking about Cordell Patterson here. So surprisingly enough, he actually did get um, played. I know Dave played him in our league, and I was surprised by it. But uh, that's that. With the news of Christian McCaffrey, uh, Chuba Hubbard is uh, out for me, uh, 6,800 for him. He hasn't even been that good when he's in. And for him to be now behind probably Christian McCaffrey, again, you don't know how much Christian's going to play, but um, but that's that. And then as we go to the cheaper options here, um, I like Miles Gaskin today. 6,100 seems too cheap going against Houston. So Gaskin, I mean, we've kind of stayed away from him most of the year, but he's actually been kind of productive a few weeks there. And I think this is another week that he can get it done going against Houston. And uh, Zach Moss is an option as well. Not crazy about it but that could be playable as well. So uh, let's move on to the wide receivers for today. And uh, this is where things get pretty interesting. So Devontae Adams uh, has a backup quarterback throwing to him. So we'll see if his production is still up there. Do I spend 9K on a guy where I don't know what I'm going to get out of a quarterback that we've never seen actually start a football game before? I don't think I'm going to take that risk. Too expensive for me. I would rather drop right down a Tyreek Hill around the same price range. 8,500 in the same game. Uh, This game should be good. We don't know what we're going to get from Green Bay. I think the only player out of Green Bay that I feel safe playing right now is um, uh, running back. I'm forgetting his name, which I shouldn't forget because he's on my team. Uh, Aaron Jones, of course. So uh, Aaron Jones out of Green Bay is the only safe player that I, I feel confident playing this week. And then um, on the other side of the ball, you could you could mix and match your guys. So obviously you could play Mahomes, stack him with Tyree Kill if you like. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I believe, is good to go. Let me double-check on his status. Yeah, he's the most expensive uh, tight end on the block. So 7,800 for Travis Kelsey. You could stack him with Aaron Rodgers. You could do a super stack, bring back Tyree Kill with him, see how that goes. I'm confident with all that. And then uh, Jamar Chase has been a smash play. Debo Samuel has been good. He's questionable for today um, going in with a – I believe it's a calf injury. So – uh, but he's expected to play, so Debo has been really productive all year. Surprisingly, a very, very good year. I thought Ayuk was going to be the guy in San Francisco, and I was dead wrong, as was a lot of people preseason. But going against Arizona, you, you think they're probably going to have to try to keep up in that game if uh, Kyler is is full go today. Let's double-check on Kyler Murray's status. And uh list is questionable, is hopeful to suit up, but the Cardinals don't have a ton of optimism. So even if he plays, I mean... Ooh, that's a that's a sticky situation over there in Arizona. So we'll see what happens there. Obviously, it's something to monitor if you have Debo Samuel and it ends up being um, the backup quarterback in Arizona. Then you know it's it's eight thousand is a little bit too much of a risk for me there. So uh, Jamar Chase has been fantastic. Uh, he's playable at seventy nine hundred going against Cleveland and Hollywood Brown. You could definitely stack him with Lamar Jackson. Um, I like him today, seventy seven hundred. The thing with Hollywood is he's a player that could strike out so you got to be a little careful um but he should be fine I mean he might drop some significant footballs which is what he's been doing all year but he could also be a smash play so if you're if I'm playing him I'm not going to play him naked I'm going to stack him with Lamar and um maybe bring it back with Mark Andrews but for the most part 
Um, I'm going to have some exposure to him for sure. Definitely get him going in a few lineups there. Uh, Stephon Diggs should be good today going against Jacksonville. Justin Jefferson's playable against uh, Baltimore on the other side of the ball there when we're talking about Hollywood. Um, and then you would definitely want to get some of these um, Denver wide receivers going, either CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper. Uh, you can definitely get those guys going. Thielen should be fine. Mike Williams, I expect him to bounce back. It's getting a little scary with Mike Williams. I'm wondering if now we're running into a situation where he is um, kind of uh, turning into Mike Williams of old where he disappears halfway through the season. But I think he's still safe. He's still more expensive than Keenan Allen. I probably feel safer playing Keenan Allen for this week, but Mike Williams still, we we saw what we could get out of him, which is the first three weeks, absolute dominant. You just hope he gets the targets going against Philly there. And then um, some, of my, some of my other favorite plays today, I like DJ Moore. I like uh, Brandon Cooks. I wonder with DJ Moore, you know, we talk about this every week, but New England takes away your best option. DJ Moore should be their best option. I think Christian McCaffrey potentially being on the field helps DJ Moore's potential because if Christian McCaffrey's on the field, then that's the obvious number one that Belichick's got a plan to take out of the game. So I wonder if they put him out there as a bit of a decoy, if they're really going to give him the reps that you expect. I don't know. I don't know. I think... If anything, they're going to play it safe with McCaffrey and put him on a pitch count. However, what they've done in the past with him is they only put him in when he's back to 100%, ready to go. So you might get, you know, smash play keep Christian McCaffrey, which would help DJ Moore's production as well. Aye, ah, it's uh, it's it's a uh, that's how I feel about it. Anyways, uh, Brandon Cooks also playable at 6800, going against Miami. Um, he's got his quarterback back so you know you have some chemistry there brandon cooks has been sneakily pretty good all year you could play him also Cortland sutton t higgins like these guys manny sanders in tournaments and uh maybe a jalen waddle and in a game where you expect jacksonville to be playing catch up maybe a marvin jones jr he has hurt me so i don't play him too much anymore and then with calvin ridley out you could dip down in tournaments maybe get like a russell gage going um see how that goes in atlanta and with rugs obviously out with the news after the um, the DUI incident this week, gone for good, um, you can make your way down to a Renfro. You can see if Brian Edwards turns things on. Um, Edwards should be good. He should be good. He gets his targets late game. Let's see if he starts getting targets early game. I'm going to hold off on playing him. I will have some Renfro going, but I'm very interested to see what goes on in Las Vegas. Does this just boost Darren Waller's production? Or does this boost these other guys' production? I think you're going to see a step up from Brian Edwards. Hunter Renfro's, um, you know, while he has that deep threat, he seems like he'll probably be more resigned to the the slot position, in my opinion. Going against the Giants, good team to go test it out against. So we'll see what we get out of uh, Vegas's offense with the uh, with the absence of rugs there. I think it'll be a boost to Brian Edwards and a, a bigger boost as as Waller is the clear number one over there. So that's what you could run with there. And then let's slide right on over to the tight end position today. A little bit opened up in tight end, finally. You know, so you could play Kelsey if you want to. Mark Andrews has been phenomenal all year. I think he's actually the the tight end one right now. So uh, you could definitely stack him up. We mentioned Waller. Going to have some of him going. Uh, You could play Pitts going against New Orleans. They play much better against the tight end. I'm probably going to fade Pitts today, Um, but it's not out of the question. Gasecki should be good today. Goddard should be great. This man got... Now, they aren't really throwing the ball that much. In a game where they blew a team out, I think they only threw the ball like 14 times last week. 
or 15, and Goddard got like seven targets. So if he's getting a 50% target share, then he's a smash play. So you could definitely get some Goddard going. I expect him to be a little bit higher on. Uh, Schultz is playable. Kittle is active. I'm going to fade him. I, I would assume that he's on a pitch count as well over there. And then Zachary, it's a 5,500. Um, disappointment last week, obviously week one, he was, he was great. Um, San Francisco was kind of middle of the road against tight ends. So he's playable there. And then for defenses this week, this is where I've, you know, I've been struggling a little bit, but, uh, I'm sliding down to, dare I say, I'm going to play Kansas city's defense. And I expect them to be very high owned with the news of Aaron Rodgers being out Kansas city at 3,300. You could do it. You could, um, I'm going to slide up. So I'm, I'm either punting defense there uh, or maybe I'll go to Atlanta's defense if I'm punting even more. These are two really, 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 really bad defenses, but they're playing against question marks at quarterback. And anytime you get that, you expect maybe it's a slower paced game, um, obviously. And then, and then monitor the situation with Arizona versus San Francisco because if Kyler Murray ends up not playing, then San Francisco ends up being a good defensive play. And these are all really cheap options as well. And then other than that, you're kind of picking your punt so you could just kind of slide around there. If you wanted to pay up, obviously Buffalo – playing against Jacksonville is going to be a smash play, but it's 5,200. If you can work that into your budget to play that defense, then, uh, then, then go for it. Uh, that will not be something that I will be doing. And then maybe mid tier, you could maybe go Cleveland, but I'm not going to do that either. So uh, all the defenses are pretty ugly this week. I am not a huge fan, but let's get cute with a couple of, uh, of these tournament plays with these, these quarterback changes going out. So if you wanted to get Simeon in there, seven K is a little much, for him uh but I, I guess you could and so if you wanted to stack Simeon um ooh, I don't like it because I don't really like I, mean, you, I guess you're stacking with Kamara if you're doing it and hoping that Kamara gets um you know that, that they dump it off to him and then he runs it in that's uh I, I'm not doing that stack I'm not doing that stack that's not what I'm gonna do but if anything it's Green Bay and in, in, and I'm talking strictly tournament tournament play. You could maybe stack Jordan Love with Devontae Adams, maybe MVS or Lazard if they're playing. But at at this point, it's like, like 9K is too expensive for me to take a risk on Devontae Adams. So, all right, we're talking strictly tournament play because Jordan Love has got to be super cheap. Let's take a look at him here. So let's go to Love, who is getting a start. He's 6K as a quarterback. So, all right. So you can do that. You can put in Jordan Love and just hope that he gets some rushing upside. He's going against a really bad defense in Kansas City, and you stack him with Devontae Adams. You could even bring it back uh, with another option. I, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. But, I mean, maybe you hope that Aaron Jones gets some pass work, and then you can have a smash game. It's a risky play. It's an expensive play because of Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones' price tags. But at, with 6K at quarterback, you're saving – a couple thousand dollars there. So plug in a couple of cheaper options. You could make it work. I'm going to do it in tournament stuff. I'm going to stay away from Simeon. I'll, I might get some Jordan Love going and see if maybe we um, maybe we strike really hot because it does leave you with a lot of extra elbow room for some of these other options around the field if you're only putting 6K in at quarterback. So And that's on FanDuel. He's probably even cheaper on DraftKings. So check it out. Anyways, um, this has been the Sunday Morning Emergency DFS Moneymaker Podcast. If you have any questions, uh, tweet at us. We'll be answering start sick questions up until kickoff. If you have questions about your lineups, building it, what kind of tournaments you want to play, and um, you could do that. What I've been doing this week is entering some of the smaller field tournaments 
you know, it's fun to enter the the tournaments that have 150,000 people. What I'm targeting though is 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 lower entries. You know, like three entry max, five entry max. Um, in these tournaments with only a couple thousand people because I feel like your odds are a lot better. And I did this last week and it paid off. And it's it's a pretty good idea. So enter into these ones. I mean, if you want to hit a home run and just go for that. The thing is with, with these smaller field tournaments, you don't have to get everything completely right, especially if you're doing some 50-50s. Um, it, it's, it's, it's kind of a safer bet for your money. So if you're not looking to enter a 100 lineup, like Rob enters like 5,000 lineups every week, I don't have that kind of bankroll. I'm not doing that. Um, I don't want to get a divorce, you know. So, so for me, I'm entering, you know, like between five, ten, maybe fifteen lineups if I'm doing a couple cheaper ones, and I want to capitalize on that. So, if you're entering the, these tournaments that have like, you know, a hundred max entry, where it's like, like, you know, people can enter in a hundred lineups, it's like, okay, if I'm entering one or two lineups in there, the odds of me beating this guy who has a hundred lineups in are very small. It's very small. You really got to like hit hard on those and um you need to smash at every single position and a lot of times it's like you'll have four or five positions that absolutely smash and then you get killed by that one guy who gets one catch for 33 yards or something like that looking at you zach Ertz last week so you don't want to get killed like that then then enter these smaller ones where it's you know three max entry a little bit cheaper for you smaller field more potential to get uh, some bang for your buck and you don't have to worry about running into that guy who uh, you know optimized 500 lineups into a tournament or something like that. So try it out, see how that goes for you. Let me know if it pays off. Um, again, give us a uh, follow and a subscribe on YouTube and go check out Hometown Ghost Stories, brand new podcast. Obviously completely different than fantasy football stuff, but it is a uh, brand new channel. You can just search it. Hometown Ghost Story, the podcast will also be available this week. So thank you guys for tuning into the Sunday Morning Emergency DFS Moneymaker Podcast. I am Jesse Wilkins, and we'll see you next week. Bye.